Cheers, friends and family. It's From Behind the Barcast, the podcast for bartending, service industry, drinking in general. I am Paxton. Mahomes. Paxton Mahomes. Paxton Mahomes. (laughs) We have Clint King, and we have... Sunset Kelly on the ones and twos. Who does indeed like titties. Yeah. Yes. That was a mistake for me last week, and I apologize. <laughs> the week before. <laughs> you keep really just... Well, when he, he he woke up one morning and saw the title of it, he goes, <laughs> You titled the podcast? Straight up in bed. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wake you up. Yeah. Well, uh, I love them! Well, uh, let's uh, do this cheers real quick for... For Vince King. That was Vince good. King. That was, King that was a lot of... We we are drinking Miller Lite, not in a bottle because, not in a bottle. These events was a, a bottle uh, connoisseur. Yes, and we will talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, so I went and got the, because I didn't want to drink Miller Lite all night because I have the bladder of an eight year old. So I just bought this uh, big forty ounce can of, <laughs> of Miller, and it does not taste bad. Actually. I got the sixteen ounce Tall Boys. Do you know why? Because it was the same cost as a twelve pack of twelve ounces, and I was like, well, really, duh. The thing is, I usually buy 12-ounce cans because like, I'm going to take that beer with me because I can cook with them. I can stick it up in the chicken's ass, you know? Oh, and yeah. he bought me this awesome beer can chicken holder. I'll have to bring a picture of it in. But it's like it's like a metal chicken. Yeah. It looks like it's fucking the beer can. I'll, oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty dope looking. It looks, and it's, it's very industrial. You know, he does like laser fabricating and stuff. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's like one of the companies, I guess, he helped fix their laser. But it's dope looking. Well, see, these sizes right here for turkeys and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, for a beer, and a and beer ostrich- can turkey <laughs> sounds okay. And, and driveways beers. Right there. Beer can ostrich. <laughs> you stick the keg into hand, like a pony keg? Yeah. Beer keg emu. <laughs> <clears throat> so we, uh, we, had a, we had a week on Tybee here. As we discussed last week, we lost our good friend Vince, father of Vinny, who used to be on the podcast with who us. Who used to be on the ones and twos here. Yes. Yeah. Um, and... We couldn't really get into him much last week, but he unfortunately passed away kind of very suddenly. And uh, we, it was a week on Tybee. It was a week for me. It was a week for every, a lot of people. It was yeah. a lot of love, a lot of stress, a lot of sadness, and a lot of, a lot of just family and, and just warmth and love. And it, I felt so much love and camaraderie in that particular sense because there's a lot of times when people pass you sort of skew the way of the sadness part of it. And what we had at Huckapoo's was a literal celebration of life because in the, in the, in the biggest sense of the word, because if you're not in the area, this is going to be a pretty Tybee oriented first, first segment. But Vince was very well known. He worked at North beach grill. He worked at many restaurants on Tybee. Yeah. So he had touched a lot of lives as a restaurant manager. And so there was, I mean, it was gross as F on Friday. It was very gross, and it this turnout was phenomenal. And the people that came together, the help, you know, the, yeah. I kind of took on a lot of stuff for Vinny. He's my best friend, so I want to do what I could for him. Yeah. 
And like, I put out a thing like, hey, I need some tents for the, for the party at the house. And it was misunderstood in the best way that people brought tents also to Huckapoo's. So we covered the porch in tents. So I got to Huckapoo's early with you to set up to make sure that everything would run. Came back home to get ready. And when I came back, shout out Cameron Starr. Yes. She goes, hey, um, should we put some tents out here, you know, in case, you know, people want to hang out and it might rain? I was like, yeah, like throw a few tents. Yeah. When we came back. The porch was covered in tents. The porch was covered and in tents. one rug. And one, <laughs> one rug. One very nice rug under there. So we got up there and I was like, this is the best possible situation. And during the day, like it rained a little bit, but nothing like it rained later on in the night. But, yeah. we'll, but we'll get to that part. So they put together uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, Charlotte and I did a slideshow put together the slideshow and it, within the so um and you guys asked me to yeah, I asked people for pictures and yeah. it, 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 I, mean, I, asked, I had 36 hours of pictures coming yeah. at me and the, the response was overwhelming and I had to I mean it's, I spent hours yeah. going through these pictures to find to kind of get them in like a decent order so they were all and like there was a lot of Duplicates people wanted people to be yeah. seen and all the love and photo. And there's more f- photos of Vince King with people than are me with, I think, my family. Right, yeah. Because like, yeah. he liked taking pictures. Yeah. And like there was a period of my life where I was like, oh, out, out, yeah. out, out. And so, yeah, when you gave me the slideshow, it had already told a story, by the way. And this is something that most people don't understand. Like, you put together a slideshow, they're just slinging pictures in there. And this told a story. And the music that they that you guys asked me to put underneath it also vibes yeah, with the story. I, when when Ryan Usher passed away is when I learned this lesson. If you have a funeral and you're gonna have a celebration of life, yeah. you're gonna play music. It can't just be sad across the board. So I was like, because Ryan Usher's funeral, we're all bawling. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoop, there it is, or you know, something like a fun song comes yeah. on and it lightens up the mood some. Because it takes it from just, you know, so I, my thing was like, you know, we wanted family and friend, his family and relatives and very closest friends in the first segment. And the second segment, I wanted to be pictures of Vince having fun. Yes. And partying. Because Vince loved to go out and drink and party and have a good time. That was a huge part and of it. And so, that. let's go crazy by Prince. So, right at the right at the right cue, because they had sent me the slideshow, and we had to trim some of the songs a little bit to make it flow with the, with the narrative. Right when, so the, you know, first song and, you know, it's all the family. first Foo Fighters song of, um, uh, times like these, yes. the acoustic version. So not so sad in the way of like you know, emoting sadness because these were old family pictures pretty much. Yeah. So then it gets to a point where it turns into all the super fun photos of Vince out having a good time. It's like the picture, first picture was like me and Vince and Vinny hugging after the Braves won the, the World Series. Let's go then, crazy. Let's come, go crazy. And every, almost serendipitously, some of the pictures would switch right on. And, you know, I didn't have enough time to like make it where like everyone hit. But just luckily, some of them would hit. And it was like, oh yeah, this, it, it, it was so indicative of how it felt sometimes. Yeah. To be hanging out and and Prince, you know, obviously yeah. amazing. So this thing's banging. So then, and then Vinny, Vinny, Vinny just said, "Look, just do a Foo Fighter song, do a Prince song, but it needs to end with Father and Son by Cat Stevens, which is that's it. I mean, that song talking about it makes me want to cry. Look here, and that's there. There ain't no Mama song yeah. that makes you feel yeah. like I'm, Cat Stevens be hitting it. I'm getting fucking chills right now because. I was fine because I was so concentrated on like making sure the technology worked. Yeah, because I was at one point. There's a lot of people on the Wi-Fi at the bar. I should. I meant to go around and be like, "Hey, if you work here, get off the Wi-Fi for a minute, please." 
Because yeah. mine, the, I, we had basically what I did we, we get, did, did was hook up with three TVs with the th- slideshow playing. So Paxton's on one TV with a computer, Kyle's behind me on the other TV with AirPlay, and I'm using my tablet to cast his other TV. And in the middle of like, let's go crazy, mine froze. So I'm standing in the middle of the crowd holding my tablet in the air to kind of get it to like fully reconnect. And I gently like put it between yeah. the, the router yeah. and the TV and was like, and then. I kind of stayed back, but when it was coming to father and son, I was like, I got to get over here with my boy and kind of so in the corner. Every, all three people um, doing the, you know, starting the slideshow on the TVs, we had to be inside of each other so that we could all three, two, one started at the same time. Yeah. And then I had the music separately on my phone because we had to play it through the house system. So it wasn't connected to the, uh, to the files of the uh, slideshow, whatever. So. I'm on Bluetooth and I'm kind of far away from the thing. Start the song. We it cut like a tiny bit one yeah. time. Clint runs and grabs my phone and holds I, it. I, up. I held it over a minute and ran over and handed it to somebody yeah. uh, to, to Baby Michael. I say, like, hold this yeah. please right here. Don't touch it. Just hold it like this. He's like, okay. So I'm sitting there. I did a lot of like it was packed. Packed. I'm talking. I, I yeah. there hasn't been a Friday night I've seen like that in, in years. Yeah. And so I'm trying. I'm, I'm I'm running through people. And I know ninety yeah. percent of them. Some people were like. This guy is moving around because I was doing it all day. I, I was barreling people. I didn't give yeah. a shit, man. So yeah. I'm over there sitting uh, next to one of my oldest buddies, uh, Billy the Nooch Pensera. Great guy. He and I are sitting there. I'm fine because concentrating on getting the tech stuff right. Here comes father and son. I oh, yeah, it's, I completely it's, broke. It's, I mean, maybe too. I, I, went, I went over there to meet next to Vinny because I knew that song was coming. I took my glasses off because I knew it was about yeah. to just come. And like I before the song even started, I know it's coming, and I'm, like, I'm gonna start to tear because when you sent me the file, you're like, "Hey, listen to this, make sure it times up." And I was like, "Sure thing, gonna vacuum while I'm doing it so I don't cry." So when like it got close, father and son, I was like, first note, vacuum yeah. on," just to do something to distract myself. Yeah. I knew it was gonna be bad the service. I didn't yeah. want to have to cry the night before too. Yeah. And I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. That song got over finally, and I had to step out just for a minute, like. It's not that I don't mind crying in front of people or, or whatever. I just had to step the fuck outside for a second because I was not expect. I, I was expecting to feel something, but I wasn't. You know, my father died a long time ago. But Cat Stevens slash Yusuf Islam is one of my favorite. You know, like guitar singing artists. And where did the children play? Is one of my favorite songs. I play it on guitar all the time. And it took me to a place, and I thought about my father. From that long ago and the things that he imparted on me and i just yeah i mean I, when i i didn't my my father got there i think during the slideshow right before it, i went looking at anybody i knew i was like i need to just focus on this so i don't get caught up and like yeah. i'm crying just being next to Vinny, knowing what he's going through and then i saw my dad afterwards and just lost yeah. it but i was like i love you i'm so glad i did not see you while the song was playing because it would have yeah. been i mean somehow even more yeah and i was over there with Vinny, yeah. his 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 uh, girlfriend Allie, Smoot, and Heather. So I've got like people to yeah. grab onto and like just squeeze. And thank God you can squeeze the shit out of Smoot. You don't care. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Billy the Nooch Pincer. And also, and no babies that were there. There were like five babies there. Even the babies were quiet during Father and Son. There yeah, was, Sarah, it was Sarah Bacon brought in little Lukey, and I got to sit there and watch that bright eyed little dude. Uh, it, it was very fulfilling. Father and Son's on. Billy the Nooch Pincer is sitting next to me. I don't know if he saw the break start happening. I felt a hand get on my leg and then another hand put on my back. And I was like, 
I I love you. I you need you need that man. It's it's a uh, it meant everything, you know. And and when when we Patreon, I'll tell you a story about riding out the Tybu with Vinny. I'll tell all of you the story, but I cannot tell this on the Platonic Podcast. But like, because I'm trying to, I'm driving with my best friend. His father just died. We've cried a bunch when I picked him up, yeah. but I have to get him to Tybee. And I'm, it, it's awkward to like hold on to your homeboy while you're driving down the high interstate, you know, driving the highway at 65 miles an hour, trying to go fast, but not too fast. And I'm like holding by the back of his neck. I'm like, that's weird. And I put my hand on his leg. I was like, this is super weird, but your pants are soft. And then like, yeah, yeah. We, then we talk some and like I kind of distract. I'm good at distracting myself and others, but it was. It was a hell of a service, and it was it was it was great. It was great. Um, and a Vinny song, "There Goes My Hero," before we did the slideshow, and he he had he couldn't play the guitar, but he had someone else play it, and the whole bar is just. I'm getting chills again right now because because I had to go stand next to my sister because I couldn't I couldn't be I couldn't be over there on him, and I had to just get next to her because I sat I sat up on the bar. Huge mistake at 41 yeah. years old. Because yeah, right. like, people were like pouted everywhere. So I was like, I need yeah. to be able to see him while he was doing his talking. Yeah. We, I, we had a little, a little signal of like, yeah. you're kind of dragging some. Because you'll, you'll, you'll go. But he and Jessica did really well. Very well. And I went and talked to him after. It's hard to speak. I mean, I spoke to my mom's service. And I said yeah. I couldn't do it. And like, it's hard yeah. to get up there. And, talk. and like, I was talking and I, I had someone sitting where I could see them. And I could just stare at them to be like, I'm getting, I'm going, I'm going yeah, the right yeah. way. Cause I, you, like, like Vinny did, I wrote down a whole bunch of stuff and I didn't hardly look at my notes. I just, it just, it comes. Yeah. But it was, we'd, I gotta get out of that part of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we, so we, Eric did a great job. We had to do, start the service a little early cause the priest had to go somewhere, uh, tea time, I guess. And we did that part, take Conversion a break. Conversion therapy. To, yeah, take a break, which was good. Everybody get a, get a couple of drinks. We'll do a hard start for, yeah, yeah, and yeah. continue on. And so everybody's milling around, hugging and having a good time. And we do the service and then, we had set up tents and stuff at Vincent Angel's house, and I had talked to got three different or four different restaurants to bring food, and we had a ton yeah, yeah. of food. I want to say the chicken cacciatore from Lily's was probably my favorite, and I'm dealing with. I, I didn't want Vinny to have to do anything. I wanted to do I, take, give me the load of what. Yeah, you're, you're like the wedding planner. Yeah, you know and I'm I mean? good at organizing planning stuff. So sure, I'm like, look, yeah. I'll do all this. So I'm trying to like I get there and I'm doing stuff, and we came over and took like a 30 minute break, which was great. I need yeah, to kind of yeah. recollect. Sure, yeah. So I'm trying to eat. I'm like, I can't hold the plate, so I'm putting food in, in solo cups and just eating out of solo cups. And people are like, what are you drinking? Oh, I was like, chicken cacciatore. And if you ever want to have fun, make Creek Jesus say cacciatore. Cacciatore. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Coxburg Grill because Stanford Ray, one of my favorite musicians here Stan. in town, uh, the first time I ever heard him sing, he did this version of uh, Try a Little Tenderness by Otis Redding, and it floored me. So. He was scheduled to play at Coxburgh that night. So Coxburgh just shut down. Because the, the, the owner of Coxburgh, the owner of Coxburgh is, yeah, is, yeah. is a hostie. So and they brought Stan Ray over to play. And, you know. They we had Bonfire um, that got really bonfire for a little while there. Yeah, towards the end, it was we like. We had to start backing the tents yeah, up. Yeah, we literally had to, It was like, we don't need that many pallets on there. And Creek, G, Creek Jesus Blake. I saw him over there stabbing it with a stick. I was like, "That's that. that I, I don't think that's how you do it." Between, between you get drunk Creek Jesus and drunk Donald Wayne, the fire's just growing, and, and every beer the fire gets a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And but like, literally, we had to move the tents back. Like but every did the community just to come together. Like to like one, we everything got set up. There were people that stayed there during the service to get the food there. Yeah. But like cleanup time comes, and it is just a whirlwind of everybody helping. 
And that's such a yeah. nice thing because then, you know, you don't want to leave anything for the family to take care of. Except for refrigerators, refrigerators full of leftovers. Uh, and it wasn't that much. There's a lot of people there. There's probably, what, 150 people yeah. showed up at the house? 145 were invited. Um, and, but it was, a, it, was, it was good. Well, I got home uh, earlier than my roommate. And I woke up. Shocking. shocking. I woke up the next day. And there's this jug of sweet tea in the... Uh, oh, yeah, there was like 12 jugs of sweet tea left over. I was like, that's what you took? A jug of sweet tea? Okay. I took a sip of it. You need to, It's stronger than Sisters of the New South sweet tea. You got to cut that shit with water, brother. <laughs> it's syrup. It, came yeah, like syrup. it is literal syrup. You turn it upside down. Yeah. It takes a second for the liquid to kind syrup. of settle back on the bottom. So um, let's, uh, let's talk about Vince because... Um, so yeah, so that we, we, everybody's got a Vince story that's, that's lived on this island yeah. and grown up out here. There's all... Kind of fun. So you've got a couple, and I've got one. So you, why don't you? Uh, I'll start, start with off. one, and then we'll pass it back and forth. So a long time ago, when I was a young, young man, back in 2005, I really didn't know Vinny very well. You know, he was in the periphery, but he and I had never been friends. I'm six. Seven, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm five. So you're six. Yeah, he, I'm five, six years older than him. Whatever. Yeah. So he was in the periphery, but you know, I didn't really know him. So me and a. a dumpy old buddy of mine uh we went and applied at fiddler's crab house to get a job and uh they hired us right away they said come in on friday i was like oh that kind of sucks like i know how busy downtown restaurants are so we get there and it's vince he's their manager at that point he goes uh you the new guys I was like, yeah we're the new guys like paxton uh Corey. he's like oh, yeah pack you know did parents live on cyber or whatever i was like, yeah 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 you know so we you know, sort of met that way. And he goes, um, he goes, well, I'm glad you guys are here. Cause I'm trying to clean up this kitchen. We just uh, fired a bunch of people and we need people in here that aren't like smoking weed all day and doing drugs. And I was like, I looked at my buddy. I was like, should we tell him? <laughs> <laughs> he, Check one box. For you, anyway. <laughs> should we tell him? No, I used to smoke weed back okay, then. Well, this is like 2005. I was, I was like 23, 24. Before his first widespread panic attack. <laughs> right. And yeah. So Corey, we looked at each other and uh we were like uh, he might not have made the right decision so we walk upstairs and uh uh the guy uh the kitchen manager like get behind the line let's go i was like oh so we're not we're not training at all or anything like, like that good luck and then vince comes up he's like how are they doing they're like he's been they've been here five minutes uh, i guess i'll tell <laughs> <Great>. you <laughs> i guess i'll tell you at the end of the shift so i was like and he he, he was so cool to us because he was like hey guys um you know I want you to have a good time, but you know, it's a, it's a serious restaurant, whatever. The very first time I went downstairs, I've told this story before too. The first time I went downstairs uh, to grab a sweet tea for myself, I grabbed the sweet tea and I grabbed a giant lemon. And I was like, oh, I'm about to squeeze this lemon right into this sweet tea. Cause I, I was so thirsty. I didn't want to leave the line, you know, right when I get yeah. there. So I, I was thirsty for like three hours. I squeezed that lemon, trying to squeeze it into the cup of sweet tea, the entire entirety of the juice went, Pulp and all. Of, of the juice went into my eye so that was when i first met uh vince see i don't just because i've been here so long like i don't even remember when i met vince because yeah, it's yeah. kind, of, kind of happened organically like that on time you and you and vinny had been friends kind of you know you know about when you're younger you know who the older people are and when you're older you don't even know who the young people are until you kind of until the ages start to you know when age age is not as big of a gap from 14 to 18 is a huge gap, but 18 to 22 is not that big of a gap. Right. Yeah. And the yeah. older you get, the, you, know, the you start getting in the, yeah. The and so circle. we kind of knew each other more. He knew my sister more because they're, they're, he, she's a year older than him. So they're closer in age. So they went, 
gotcha. parts of school together and stuff. So yeah. like, I kind of technically met him through her. Um, oh, I got a good Patreon story about that one time. Um, but, you know, over the years, you hang out with Vince, and you see Vince, and Vince, Vince would be often annoying. And we, everyone's experienced one of those annoying times of Vince. It's, look, with the, you, you're not speaking ill of the dead when you're telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. We're, all, all, we're all annoying. We're okay? all annoying. It, it, it all happens. But Vince would get hammered drunk. Because the thing is, I worked downtown a lot. So when I would get to Tybee, it would be 1130. And Vince has been off work for two and a half hours. So he's had a head start. So like by one, I'm like two drinks in, and most of the people at the bar are, are drunk, which is always kind of fun. Or even when like on a late night, walk in at one, and like I've had to drive a car from downtown, so I've maybe had a glass of wine, and I walk in, and I'm like, you're like, oh god, you're here, and like, why are you wearing slacks? I'm like, a restaurant. That's I didn't want to go home work. and change. Oh, the disparity between yeah. the drunk and not drunk. Yeah. yeah. So Vince had a golf cart, a red Georgia red golf cart, and Vince would drive it all around the island in places at times he shouldn't have been driving most of the time, yeah, yeah. but he would leave it with the keys in it. On almost a regular basis, even though quite often people would take his golf cart to screw with him and move it somewhere. Like I would just sometimes just turn it around. Benny would take it all the time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, you know, Vince's golf cart would get taken on joy rides. And one night I'm at the corner with a, with a, a, a lady friend I was kind of hanging out with. And he was being exceptionally annoying that night at the corner. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I walked outside and was like, that key's in there. Want to go for a ride? And she's like, sure. So we took this thing for a ride. From the quarter all the way to Horse Pin Point, where I live, which is about a mile and a half from the quarter. And and you got to cross dangerous roads to get... Yeah, and, I, and I, I was stealing this thing, so I just rode down the side of the highway like I shouldn't have. And like just like, and kind of got down there. Yeah. And I didn't think about this. You get down that road, you got to come back in this golf cart you've jacked, and like, what if the battery dies? So on the way, we go hang out for a little while on the, on the, on the dock or whatever, and I'm like, Let, I was like, let's take this golf cart back to close to their house. Well, we're... We're getting there, and we're getting across the highway, and that golf cart starts slowing down. So starts losing a little of them horsepower. Horsepower in there. So I got her to get out and push, and become <laughs> a gentleman. <laughs> Equal rights, baby. No, so we get to like where I'm like we're close enough. Let's just push it the rest of the way over here to the to the to this parking lot, and we'll just leave it there, and it'll be fine because one's going to steal a golf cart without bat- it's Tybee. And so this he's pissed the next day. Like, Who stole my goddamn golf? You know, it's on Facebook. He's ranting. She and I made a pact. We're not telling nobody. So nobody knows. I mean, I'm talking a couple years go by. Like, I'm a, I'm a suspect in this, but, like, not because I had never yeah, done yeah. it before, really. And he was like, wouldn't have been Clint. So, like, <laughs> but because, like, you know, he was corner for an hour, so a lot of people come in and out. And so, like, I don't, like, Vinny asked me, he's like, did you steal this golf cart? I'm like, no, what, what golf cart? You know, like, I played, I didn't tell Vinny for, like, almost a year. And whenever we got drunk, I was like, it was me. <laughs> but then, like. Not to be outdone, like three weeks later, I think he fired somebody from the grill and they stole his golf cart and drove it onto the beach <laughs> and like got it stuck in the sand and left it out there. Uh, the, the night that he fired them, they were like... I think it was like that night or like the next night that somebody took his golf cart, drove it up the ramp onto the beach and got stuck on the beach. Oh my God. That thing got stolen, borrowed so many times because Vinny would like, you know, when Vinny was young and single, he'd just leave Huckapoo's go by the house and take the golf cart. You know what's pretty easy to do? Take the keys out and put them in your pocket. Incredibly easy to take the keys out of a golf cart and not get it jacked. Like, uh, you know, it pro seems, tip. It seems pro incre- tip there. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's, it's you know, he, he he was a good sport about it in the end. I, like I, yeah. told, I think I told him about three or four years ago. Yeah, he was having yeah. a bad day, and I was yeah. like, I'm going to solve a mystery of life for you, son. 
You know what? I got a gift for you today. Yeah. Something you've been wondering for. And I think when it was over, he was like, I'm done, son. His, his famous line yeah, when he's yeah. out. Oh, he yeah. would say it more than once, but you know. And that that was on the uh, the postcard or whatever. Yeah. I was like, that is so Because he would, he would, not only would he say that at the bar, he would oftentimes put it on Facebook, done, son. So you, you, you could go, oh, Vince went to bed at 1130 last night or at 230 <laughs> right. last night. You had to keep tabs on him. You know where he's at. Yeah. So speaking of golf carts and. and there's uh, a good Vince Patreon story Vinny told on. Let's figure out what episode that is, because there's a good... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it was a VCR. So, um, there was a time when I worked uh, Tuesday nights by myself sometimes, and uh, it would be like winter, and I would close pretty early, and Vince would, you know, hang out Yeah. as I was closing, and I didn't mind him, because if it's just him chilling and me closing, it's fun banter or whatever. The, 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 I have so many good memories of winter nights, like... Me and Vince and you at the bar. It's like three or four of us. If there's just a now, there's too many damn people. Yeah, yeah. That feel uh, entitled. So, but, uh, so more than a handful of times, uh, I would get off early enough to go to like the quarter or something like that and go have a drink, whatever. Especially in the winter, because the quarter, mm-hmm. no matter what, they're open until two forty-five, no matter what. So, some of my most fond memories of Vince is we would get in his golf cart and we would drive as slowly as possible. From you know destination A to B because we would sit in there shooting the shit. He knew which roads to drive. Because yeah, on, on, if you're not familiar with Tybee, if you're in a golf cart and it's not, it has to have like certain things to be able to drive straight down the highway. Yeah. If it doesn't have those things, it has to go a certain speed with seatbelts and all kinds of lights and stuff. You have to get a special permit for it to drive it on the highway. Otherwise, you can dr- you can yeah. cross the highway at certain at certain places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you if you know, so it takes a little longer to get across the island and Vince's old golf cart than like. Say you know one of the more newer ones that go, right, but that go take, fifty miles an hour. But taking the back roads are so much more fun, it is fun, you know. So and you're also kind of avoiding uh, the the law. Yeah, exactly. But and golf you, carts are quiet, you know. Well, the thing was too, like anytime I was in that golf cart with them and we were driving slowly with beers and the thing, I was like, I literally had no fear because Mm-mm, it's weird. If, if the cops did come around, they'd be like, Vince, what are you doing? You know, like if, if you're not from Vince lived about. I don't know, 150 feet from the PlayStation. Yeah, for, yeah. And so, like, and back in the, basically back in like the mid 2000s and like even 2010s, there was a little more leeway sure. given, to, especially to the locals, especially in the off season. Sure. Yeah. No. Well, and the roads that we would travel were kind of like you know back road, dirt roads, whatever. And I cherish those moments because that was the the annoyance of people being around you at the bar would sort of spark his like uh, orneriness. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because he would just snap off at people because they wouldn't leave him alone or whatever, you know. But just he and I riding in this golf cart together, it was such a pleasant, you know, formative time. And I loved, and I think, I, I'm not going to speak for him, but in those moments, it was like, not that we didn't want it to end, but we wanted to make that trip between bar to bar as long as possible because you know when you walk into the next bar. You're, you're, you're too com- the camaraderie of you two is now... Yeah, now, split now into it's got, twenty-five now it's, different things. Now it's got to spread around, and yeah, it, and, yeah and, and God, just yeah, those are, those are yeah. nice long rides. Sometimes you just go hey, take man, your time. I love that chilling, show, didn't yeah. you know, no radio, just yeah. talking. So at also at the um, uh, at the service, a buddy of mine, a buddy of ours, uh, Allstead, it was his birthday. Yeah. <clears throat> so he was like, and props uh, to him for not trying to co-opt any of that attention by saying, "I didn't know until the next until Saturday." He. And he's not that kind of guy. No, yeah, no, not. He's at not all. one of those grief co-opting douchebags. No, not at all. And uh, he was like, uh, the way he told me it was his birthday, he was like, 
you know what? This might be actually better. This many people wouldn't have showed up to my dumb fucking birthday or whatever, right? <laughs> no. So then I was like, you know what Vince would say right now? That's the last thing I'm doing for you. <laughs> you know what? I was like, uh, not too soon. It's funny. It's not and, and disrespectful. That's, and that's what the family would want. Remember, yeah, we, we told not, stories about Vince all night. You, you, want to, you yeah. remember the good times? We also, hey, there's also bad times. But okay, there's bad times lead to, to, to recovery, to, to reconciliation. Yes. And you're like, ah. Because yeah. like Vinny said, you know he loved to annoy the hell out of you, but he loved the hell out of you too. And a lot of times I tell my friends, if I'm not breaking your balls, yeah, and then I don't really like or love you. Yeah, you know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, that was kind of a, you know, that's, that's part of his thing. It's, and then, um, well, real quick, uh, I just got one more, a little one about Vince. Uh, so, I've got so many that I cannot tell on a platonic podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll wait for the Patreon. But um, uh, there was a time where I... I drank beer pretty exclusively, especially when I was at work. You know, like I, I just drank beer a lot, whatever. Uh, I quit drinking beer so much whenever I joined a touring band that played all the time. Because if I drink three beers and sit on a drum throne. Oh, it's, it's peak with, time. W- yeah. I, I'm over here. Look, I don't drink a lot of beer. I mean, this is yeah. maybe the sixth beer I've had this year. Yeah. With, and I got to pee. I got to pee all the time. And I'm literally sitting on my bladder. So uh, I drank a lot of beer then, and I have a pretty uh, iron constitution when it comes to alcohol. I can drink a lot. You know, we're from Tybee. We can. So uh, people think they can drink a lot. They come out here. And they're like, oh, they're, they're like, oh, wait a minute. I was, I it's was the, mistaken. Especially with liquor, with the, with the with the twenty ounce stiff cup. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you go downtown. Yeah. You have a cup you can't put with three. Of your they fingers give you on. a thimble down. Yeah, it's a double shot glass. I'm like, yeah. well, that's cute. So, uh, so <laughs> and Vince, it's twelve dollars. Vince and I were bullshitting, and uh, he was like, uh, he was like, I could drink more beer than you easily. I don't know how we got on this, and I was like, oh man, I could drink just as much beer as you. So we made a bet. We were like, we're gonna drink a case of beer each in one hour. Oh, right. I was like, I felt confident. He sat there that night that we made the bet. We were gonna do it like next week or something like that. You just he put down, man, and it was the Vortex uh, Miller Light bottles too. He's, I mean, he's doing like, he's doing circus tricks. He would like whip it around. Is that more like than the gallon milk challenge? Is that, is a case of beer more than a gallon? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We were just, uh, yeah. we were just be, saying right? like right. doing. Well, uh, I think it's got 144. It, it would be like about two, it would be about a beer every two minutes or so to get it done in an hour. Yeah. He probably put down 15 in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> and I never mentioned it to him again because I was like, I am not he's, challenging. He's going to forget this. Yeah. <laughs> he was a Shane Gillis I, over here. I am not going to challenge this dude because he, 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 like I said, he was doing circus tricks. He would even take it to the point where it was like, he would hold it so high above his head that every last one of the foamy bits <laughs> came out and he goes, still, still think you can win. Now you're done, son. Now you are done, son. And I think we're done, son. We are. We're gonna, we're, we're, we'll always talk about Vince, but we're going to, Take a break, cause again, got a potty, and come back. Super Bowl talk. Super Bowl talk. Prop bets. A little. Prop bets. A little Karen Darney. Yeah, no, yeah, nothing yeah. extreme. Nothing Karen, extreme. Yeah. Mine's was more of a you douchebag. Yeah, and uh, we get to um, sort of review uh, you and uh, Travis's prop Travis's, bets, which I uh, have yeah. right here, completely filled out, all two of them. But nice. I remember what I did. Spoiler alert! I didn't do well on that, so uh, we will see y'all in the second half. Ever wanted to start a podcast? Don't have the equipment or the know-how? Well, we've got you covered. From Behind the Barcast is expanding into the commercial studio space. You see, step one is making sure you sound great. Because no matter how good your content may be, people don't want to listen to something that sounds like this. 
From Behind the Barcast and Paxton Eugene Productions now offer in-studio audio and video production. Or the studio can come to you. We offer mobile podcast production from wherever you are. Now, with the hard part out of the way, there's no excuse for you not to get started. So if you're in the Savannah area, shoot us an email at frombehindthebarcast at gmail.com for details and a quote. Again, that's frombehindthebarcast at gmail.com, and let's get your voice heard. We're back. That's a nice sound. Now doubling my intake of beer for the year. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, so yeah, thank you for tuning into our first half of Ben's Talk with... Paxton Mahomes and Clint King over here. Um, but I, th- I thought it was great, though. It was. Uh, the- uh, well, we got some good stuff out there. Didn't fully cry, just teared up a bunch. Um, but also this weekend was uh, a little-known event. It's called the Super Bowl. Oh, the Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> some people had some Super Bowls today. If they came to Huckapoo's and in vibed in the hot dog bar with 50, it was... Advertised as 58 toppings, but as I called out Heather Thomas, the owner of Huckapoo's, it was 57 because there was no ketchup on the table at first. And I know ketchup doesn't go on hot dogs technically, but my shout out to our boy Rob, his girl said he was like, Where's the ketchup at? He's like, Ketchup doesn't go on hot dogs. I'm like, But there should be ketchup but, out. There was tartar sauce out there. But the option should be there. Well, it turns out. Kids. It turns out there was a 64 ounce ketchup in the back, which we had to go find. To put out there. I mean, I don't it was actually brought to me. I've always thought that's like ketchup, mustard, relish. And yeah, well, especially in the U.S., that. like ketchup on hot dogs, it's kind of Some like. Some people hate on it. I don't care either way. Put, put what you want on your damn hot dog. I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, no uh, hot dog knots here. Yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. But uh, Heather was like, oh, no ketchup? And brought it out to me on like a tray with like a little napkin. I was like, here you go, sir. Uh, the <laughs> towel over yeah, the Yeah, the, the 2023 Heinz, sir. <laughs> And then that bottle sat there on the bar. Like four people were like, "Where's the ketchup?" I'm like, "I have my own bottle right here. I like use the VIP ketchup." I told Rob Kissabeth, uh, I was like, "Would you like me to rim your cup with a little bit of a ketchup and maybe some uh, Old Bay? We'll make it a Caesar." <laughs> so I uh, did. You eat hot dogs? I did not eat one single hot dog. So I I I went. I took a picture of Winkies and posted it because it looked way better than mine because it had like Funyuns and everything. His was a his was a madhouse. I so I get in line and I have all these grand plans in my head and then there's this poor, I don't know, five to eight year old girl next to me in front of me in line and she doesn't know what to do. So like I get past where you get the tray and the bun and she's like, uh, I was like, do you need help, young lady? And she's like, yeah, where's the thing? So I now I now I'm, I was like, where's your owner? And she was like, huh? I was like, I'm sorry, where are your parents, child? And so I'm like, I'll help this girl make a hot dog. Oh, yeah, so that yeah. kind of slows down my process and made me kind of just, I was like, oh, I, don't this I don't like kids very much. So I was like, I'm going to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But like I helped her. So I always went cheese sauce. And as I mentioned last week and maybe the week before, spaghetti-os. God damn, it was good. However, there was also no knives. So I used a spoon to cut my hot dog up because you can't pick up spaghetti or hot dog. With cheese on it. It's it's not happening. Most of the dogs that I saw were so loaded with things that they're you not, to use, you they're not the hand dogs. And then I did the other one with cheese sauce, pickles, mustard, mustard, yeah. and uh, I don't know something else. Running, but. Uh, Heather walked through the kitchen but or, I had a placid, yeah. or walked through the back and she came out to the outhouse bar and she goes, whose two hot dogs are right there on the, um, on the freezer? I was like, oh, they're not mine. She's like, oh, thank God. 
if anyone ate that, they would die. <laughs> it was the barback Danny's. <laughs> I, I don't know what the toppings on it were, but it was like, like some of them were like, like I, I, I double trade mine. Some of them I was like, you need four, four, four can put their little cafeteria containers because it was, it, it's there was a lot of toppings. So wink, especially because all the toppings you can put on pizza are out there. Yeah, plus a plethora of other dips and stuff people have brought, and uh, you know, it was it was a lot. Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. You know, onions. Yeah. I said, yeah. There's, I like croutons. I think a whole fish. Yeah. <laughs> Deboned. <laughs> Sardines. A whole halibut. <laughs> Just strips of strips, <laughs> strips of steak. But the thing was, so um, this was the least attended Super Bowl that I've worked at Huckapoo's. Yeah, you know, when I walked up on the porch, it was just a guy, like th- 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 like five people on the porch. I was like, whoa! And then it, it filled up. There were a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah, it filled up once the game uh, became closer to starting, but. The hot dog bar was the least utilized I've ever seen. I know I should have taken some with me, but we went to Danny's house and there was all kinds of simple thrown together food like venison poppers. Listen to this shit. He so, goes, so Danny, my closest friend, this Eagles fan, calls me an hour and eight minutes before the game starts. He's like, you coming over? I'm like, didn't know this was happening. I assumed he'd be having people over. And I was like, well, what are you cooking? He goes, I just threw a couple things together. Nothing pretty simple. All right. Simple thing number one, coffee, coffee rubbed and seared duck breast that he shot and killed himself. And... Yo, okay. Coffee seasoned duck breasts seared in the pan that he shot and killed himself. Venison poppers with so it's cream cheese and venison smoked on the sm- on his pellet smoker. Uh, a bushel of Virginia Select single oysters, a charcuterie board this big, like like two and a half by two and a half charcuterie board. Just thrown together. Um, and together. I, I was like. And, and winking, I'm looking at him like, what's that green sauce? She goes, it's ranch. I just put green food coloring in it. Because they're Eagles fans, so you eagled, eagled it up. But yeah, just a simple thrown together meal that took you know so, eight hours. So of when prep. you showed me the duck and when you showed me all this stuff, I was like, pretty. I was like, oh yeah, thrown together. You got to smoke it on the smoke, you know, and sous vide and all this shit. That charcuterie board was massive. It was frightening. I nearly <laughs> fainted. I was like, who and makes I, cutting I, boards I, I, that I, big? Three hot dogs and got over there and was like, who's got a weed pen? I need to. I need to get hungry again. <laughs> and then it ate and watched you know the end of the game. And look, while we're on the end of the game, look. One penalty does not make a game usually. When you're beating the crap out of a team, you let them back in the game, there's a lot of reasons you lose a game. It's never one particular thing. Things have led up to you getting the game being close. It does suck when a penalty seems to affect the outcome of the game. Look, it every week the penalty affects the outcome of the game, not called or called. Every team, every week has got a gripe. I get it. Don't harp on that. Don't fumble the ball. That's what lost you the game was that Jalen Hurts fumble. Yeah, yeah. That's what kind of lost you. The, or the you know there was a lot of plays that happened that contribute to the end of a game, yeah. and not just what. Granted, the penalty was a little ticky tacky. Technically, by the rule, the book was a penalty, but just I mean, just a hair. Well, there was sort of a disparity because uh, second, third play of the game was a definite targeting, and not called at all, and not called at all. So then. And obviously, the NFL will say they do they don't do makeup calls, but, but a they, little but a little later on, I start seeing some like you get, you, calls. you get two for a non targeting call, I think. But it was the least penalized uh, from what I saw uh, Super Bowl game. Yeah. So, and in Super Bowl games, you do prop bets. We discussed this last week on Travis's uh, Hot Grits yeah. podcast. Check out Hot Grits episode one forty nine. It was on last week, and we discussed some prop bets. We're not going to go through all twenty of these because. Eric guilted me into doing one. He was like, prop bet thing. I was like, uh, he's like, it's five bucks. I was like, I don't know. He's like, you don't have $5. And I was like, if it was seven, I'm out. 
and I didn't win. So thanks, Eric. Yeah. Uh, or maybe I did. And I don't know. I don't. Know. We don't know no, who won. No, yeah, I don't know. Who won. So wasn't me. One of everyone's favorite ones is the over under on the national anthem. Yes. Which is one hundred and twenty one point five seconds. So one hundred and twenty two seconds, basically. So that's for those of you that are really good at math. That's two minutes and two seconds. So the official time I think was two minutes and three seconds, and this one was like listed. It changed. You know, the lines changed the day of the game. After 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 his warm up performance or whatever, Chris Stapleton sings and does it in two minutes and like one point eight seconds or something. It was it was just just under, under yeah. just under, and like everyone's like, yes, no, wait, no one timed it. Like everybody at the bar was like wondering. So I had to look it up on Twitter. I was watching and I was like, uh, I'm sure someone's timing this thing. But I and I had advised everyone to go with the under because as I said last week on the podcast, yeah, it's a, of, it's a male country singer. Yeah, so he's going to do the respect thing. Like, I'm just singing yeah. the national anthem. But then, <laughs> when I got scared, he goes, When the rock is red. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen so many A's and R's in a glare in my life. And I didn't know that he was going to be playing guitar while he did it because. I didn't either, but that slows you down. That slows you down because if you're playing with a, a pre-recorded yeah. uh orchestral track or or an actual orchestra you're you on were, the, you're playing the timing you're your on their time but you can time yourself that was so so that was the under head the coin toss was tails i had heads i had heads All right, um but, but before you continue because this is the only part that i'm going to talk about of the prop bets my first eight prop bets though my first eight picks were wrong yeah so so tails has a slight edge over super Bowl history 29 27 tails the seven of the last ten national anthems have gone over the two-minute mark, so they're overcashing in six times over that span. And then you know the kickoff. Oh, so I got back. that right. I got the under on the yeah. That was it. Um, and so like touchbacks, all that stuff. You know, there's you know there's who scores first, first turnover of the game, first accepted penalty, first team to get ten points. And what song will be performed first at the halftime show? I still don't know what it was because I we we left and like. Look, I used to love some of the halftime shows, but unless I'm like super interested in the artist, I, I don't hate Rihanna at all. She's just not my, not my flavor of music. I don't. She's a great musician. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't know what the first song was, and then it, this one I thought was pretty easy. How many songs will be performed? Nine point five. All right. First off, every song is a point five. Yeah, yeah. So there's if not, that. If that. And so 5? I can't yeah. imagine she did ten songs. I have no idea. Well, see, I'm just saying, like, so the the, the metric is. Whether they play the whole song or not, they count it as a song. Right, right. right. So, yeah. here's something that may be controversial now. Will anyone accompany Rihanna on stage to perform a song with her? No other musical artists came on that stage, but apparently, she's with Child. So, uh, you know, maybe there's a little beat going on in there. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently, dun, 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 her, dun. her unborn child <laughs> made it to the Super Bowl faster than the Dallas Cowboys. I saw Dallas that. Cowboys I, have been into five Super Bowls. No, no, I'm just, I saw that. <laughs> then Dak Prescott? Or maybe, yeah. Dak Prescott. There's a, there's a, look, wait, wait, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a whole bunch of those. You I'm know, sure there's, there's, there's a, a ton of those. those yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and there was a, a lot of uh, the, the fun ones, you know. What color will the liquid be pour on the winning head coach? On this particular thing, this, this list we have here, first one's lime green, yellow. That's one selection. Then clear water, red, pink, blue, orange, purple. I went lime green and yellow. I don't know what it was, but like I went orange. I didn't even see it. Yeah, yeah don't. I was looking for it. I didn't see anything. Andy Reid seems like the type of guy that would be like, if you dump that water on me, you got to get it in the Super Bowl, son. Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah. So, but it was it was a good game. It was close. It was fun. I enjoy. It. It's nice not having to be a fan of either team. 
Like, I don't like the Eagles at all, so I was cheering for the Chiefs, and they yeah. chop and chant, so you got me. Uh, I didn't get any chopped tinnitus last night, though. Yeah. I only chopped a few times. I was secretly pulling for the Chiefs because uh, there's just... The Eagles already won. I want to hear their nonsense yeah, all yeah. year long. Um, but it's funny. My, our home, my homeboy, Jason, diehard Cowboys fan from Dallas, Texas. Somehow, during the game, it, he's hating on the Chiefs, or on the Eagles. He's <laughs> cheering for the Chiefs. If they score, he's cheering. We're high-fiving. We get over Danny and Danielle's house, and about halfway through the fourth quarter, he's now cheering for the Eagles because he's holding sweet little three-and-a-half-year-old Davin. <laughs> he's now cheering. I, I heard I was like, what are you doing? He's now Baba because Baba yeah. will cheer for any team if they give him a jer- if someone gives him a jersey. <laughs> yeah, so but a good game, good times, good food. Well, we've talked about this guy. I this, took a super battle today, though. We we've talked about this guy, the uh, screaming eagle, uh, a couple weeks ago. He was there, wasn't he? He walked in, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> never saw him again. I guess he went inside. I never heard him. I saw him one time. I didn't hear him any. I also saw a guy in full San Francisco 49ers. With like the hat, the fire hat and everything. And I was everything. Like, I was like, all right, okay. I saw someone else in, um, I forget what jersey, but. It I, I wore a cowboy shirt under my hoodie. I thought it wouldn't be nice, shown. Yeah. But like, I, I, you know, and I, I, thought, I even told you that. I was like, do I do this? But like a jersey is a bold move to wear someone's jersey to the game, to the game they're not playing in. Yeah. Like. What's the flex there? Uh, I guess you think you should have been there. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see anybody in a Dolphins jersey, that's for damn sure. So it was a much better turnout because you guys showed up, you and Robin Sidney and all of them. So it was like super fun and, you know, some employees were there. I'm never that cold. You know, I run hot. I was out there. It was windy too. I was freezing out there. Yeah, it was, uh, but it was nice. We got the halftime, went over there and then, yeah, it was, it was nice. It wasn't, you know, and I asked you, you said it kind of filled almost all the way back up, which is good. But some bars apparently on this island were completely empty because people Super Bowl is while it's a decent day to bar, it's not. There's a lot of people that have parties, especially when there's a lot of people. Like there's way more Eagles fans on this damn planet than there are Chiefs fans. It's just yeah. what it is. Sorry, Chiefs fans, that's the truth. Because there's, it's a, it's an older team. Yeah. It's in a bigger city. Yeah. It's you know. So there's people having parties. Yeah. That are Eagles fans and stuff like Danny Danielle did. Yeah. Ron had people over. You know, people have people over that are fans of the of the team, and there's not a lot of. Chiefs fans. I mean, I know three, right. yeah. maybe. Ash. Well, well, Eric Thomas is a Chiefs fan. Uh, but normally the Super Bowl. But he's also some, a Falcons fan. Yeah, well, yeah. He's He he just likes teams that are underdogs at first. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then once they get good, he's like, all right, now I'm done with them. Let me pick the Jaguars now to be my secondary <laughs> team, whatever. Yeah, You know, That's whatever. I, 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 look, I was happy the Chiefs went when the first time they went. I was definitely cheering for them. I was just glad I was able to watch a little bit of the game. You know, yeah, the sound was great. You could hear everything. Commercials not, not all that great. Yeah. The the best commercial was the uh, the Ram commercial. Do you see it was near the end of the game? No, and no, it was no. like we all want to go all. It was like a, it was like a it seemed like it was an erectile dysfunction commercial, uh-huh. and it was like <laughs> I have ramtile dysfunction or something. It was, it was, but I was like watching. I was like, what is this about? Oh, oh, Ram trucks. All right, so I it was saw like Ram Agro or something, or I Ram saw Alice. Ten Jesus commercials, and I was like, Yeah, who was who was who was? All right, who's paying for that? They don't. Commercials are not cheap. I don't know if they have to pay do for you, it. You have to pay for it. You have to pay. For it. It's not free. Now, question is, do you not have to pay taxes on it? Oh right, yeah. Or do they the people that are producing the game not have to pay yeah. taxes on it? But, but there was a lot of Jesus. commercials. There's a lot of Jesus commercials, and uh, I don't know what the current rate is, but a couple years ago, it was two million per thirty seconds. Yeah. Which is why something like when Marvel does their trailers, they show a 30-second trailer, and then yeah. it's like new trailer online. Well, then I kept seeing like uh, the Gordon Ramsay thing for like Chef something. And I was yeah. like, oh, wait, it's on Fox, so they don't have to 
they don't yeah. have to pay for that. Uh... So there was a lot of there was a, quite a few Fox things, but it wasn't. It was. I don't have remember any outstanding commercials over that Ram one and then the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the one that I did actually get to see was this uh, girl playing flag football, and she like gets away from all these people. Finally, gets home, and her mother's in the kitchen. She's like, uh, "You look stressed out, baby." She's like, "Yeah, people have been chasing me around to get my flag." All of a sudden, mom. Jukes around the, the <laughs> yeah. and starts trying to, to snatch her. That's pretty back. good. That's pretty good. <laughs> so my buddy uh, Hockey Joe, uh, patron of ours, uh, one of my one of my favorite people that comes up to the bar because uh, his uh, his humor is near the same as mine. Uh, a week or two ago, he's sitting at the bar. It's getting not late, but you know it's like uh, slowing down. And uh, a person from around here that some of us might know, I don't know her really well. But she she had pigtails on, and she sits down next to Joe, and without saying "Hey, how are you?" or whatever, she immediately starts rambling into like her entire life story. And Joe's a very nice guy, you know, affable, and he's he's like, "Oh, cool. So yeah, you moved back from Charlotte twenty years ago. Well, has anything happened since then? You know, oh, you you have a couple kids. That's cool. Whatever." So uh, I, which I never do for you, I saw that he was having like a thing. So I pulled him away. I was like, hey, will you help me with this keg or something like that? I'm really good at getting away, though. Yeah, on your own. Yeah. On my own. But, but if I see you squirming, I, I'll let you squirm. I was talking to somebody <laughs> at Vince's service. I, 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 no, it was at Angel and Vince's house. And I, ha- and I do this thing. I'll have my, this, but I will. I'll put my hand behind my back and start waving around like this. Sitting, someone's gonna be like, "What the hell is he doing over there?" And so I'm like, angling it at you, angling it at V. So I didn't even notice it, but yeah, because it was dark out there and my hand was kind of low. But I'm trying to like get out of this conversation that somebody who's hammered drunk, and I don't yeah. want to. I might have mentioned who it was, but I don't want to be in it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to be nice, but I'm like, hey, in the crowded area, it's a little harder to get away because there's like nowhere to get out and yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And finally, I was like, I gotta pee, and just walked off. I went like upstairs to get away. Uh, did you ever play volleyball or something? Because you know how uh, the the person in the front they. Uh, yeah, they my father was their, a volleyball coach. They, they flap their hands behind their back to give the signals for. Well, anyway, so so the the girl had the pigtails that was you know talking Joe's ears off like a week or two ago. So he walks in. Our buddy Devo's there. He had just gotten a fresh pigtail yeah, yeah. braid. Yeah, I called him Devo Leia. He looks over. He goes, Paxton. I thought that you see the dude with the pigtails. I thought that was the lady from last week. <laughs> Her mustache grew really fast. <laughs> He's got a very long, thick mustache. Then. Another walks up, female this time, same braids. He goes, Paxton, if that's her, I have to leave right now. <laughs> she doesn't really sound like this, but she could have been quite the... Oh, shit. It's the Karen. So glad I hit the right week. button. <laughs> and I saw it's the Karen of the Are week. You... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. Let's Karen this thing right off. Here's the thing. I've got a Karen, and then I've kind of got, I've got a story. It's not really a Karen, but it's 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 a it's just a a bad dining person. So I'll do I'll do mine, and then we can go to you and come back. So like so, this table sits down outside the restaurant I used to work at five years ago. Not at all did not happen last week, and I'm not in the best mood because uh, my best friend's father passed away again years ago. Um. And I, I just wasn't in a good mood. I should have taken that off, but I didn't. I needed to, to work. Anyway, so I'm testy with people a little bit, as, as, as you can be, when you got a lot going on in your mind. And this table sits down there. Great. We're going to sit here at your outside table. 
And I'm like, damn it, outside tables are jumping. The afternoon's nice. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, but we have dinner, so we'll move into your section. I'm like, cool. I, they're nice. I get them drinks that are kind of special. They love everything about me. I even bring them an appetizer outside. They get a little snack. And we're just going to bring the check inside. They're, they're, they're sweet. They're fun. So the th- three ladies go inside. One guy stays outside to make a phone call at the table. And I'm kind of like, <clears throat> can you get up so I can put someone else at this table? And so finally, he kind of sees that I keep coming out there and taking everything off the table. He's like, oh, do you want me to move? Yeah. So he goes off to this phone call. I keep, I go in there, I get him water, I get him another round of drinks. And after about 30 minutes, I'm like, do y'all want to get a snack? Like, oh, he'll be back, he'll be right back. And I'm like, I get busy. So I'm kind of, I'm not ignoring them, but you've had 45 minutes almost at this point to order. And I, I sucks that he was gone, but you could have done a lot of things to rectify this. So as soon as they're ready to order, they're like, sir, sir. I'm like, I'm, I'm taking care of everybody else to get stationary first because y'all, while you've been nice, they've been needy. And so I know this order is going to be a little yeah complicated. And your period of time of my attention, you know, has already ran out. And let me just set the tone for this Karen's apparel. She's got the haircut about like this. It's dyed, but she dyed hers like a, like a brownish blonde color. She's got on a uh, lesbian puffy vest, flannel shirt under it, jeans, no ass. I only saw when she got up to leave. And like, uh, I love boat that sh- you look. Boat right? shoes. Does she at least have an ass? I Because she got up and I was like standing right there. I was like, oh, God, look. <laughs> Even worse. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. I, I didn't profile her initially because she had been pretty cool. But when sure. she, when, once I, I, the Karen came out, I was like, oh, here's all the things. So she orders an appetizer. It's, there's another appetizer on the menu that has one of the same words in it. I don't want to. It's crab or blue crab. And another one has blue chips. So the word blue is in there. Okay. She orders this dish. I rep- it's, there's been a misunderstanding before with other tables. So I repeat it clearer than I ever talk three times. I make a point to do that with any restaurant I work at just to clarify. Yes. This is what you want. I point at it on the menu. Yeah, yeah. The guy there is like, yeah, dude, you got it. It comes out. Where's the rest of this item? This is the whole thing. Well, I wanted this. I'm like, ma'am, I specifically clarified multiple times that you said this. And again, usually I'd be like, oh, my bad. I'll get it for you. But I'm not in a good mood. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm testy. I'm busy. And homeboy goes, yeah, you, you got, got it. it. So she is like, <laughs> she's mad. Everything else comes out. They seem to enjoy. And I'm, I'm, I don't, after that, I'm still very nice to them. I'm doing anything I can to help. Hey, do you want a little extra sauce for this? You want all this? I'm going out of my way to kind of repair the fact that I was being kind of a dick. Sure. Yeah. Turns out I, it was deserved. So guy, that, they split the check. I go to the guy first because I'm thinking he's going to give me a nice tip and she might not. He tells me 22%. Sweet. Turn to okay dog over here. Custom tip. 12, it, basically, it was 12% on 120. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm coming at this with 25 bucks at least. And I'm like, damn. All right. All right, Karen. That's cool. She goes, can I get a receipt too? And I was like, sure can. Print. I'll be right back with it. No, I won't. No, I won't. I'm holding this receipt hostage. I don't need to turn this table again because it's like late. They've been there so damn long. And they've been in my restaurant for almost three hours. It's not a place you're at for three hours. Again, four years ago, not any time recently. And uh, so she... You know, finally she's like, "Where's my receipt?" I'm like, "Oh, it's I'm sorry, it's right here. I circled my name on there. If you, you know, if you guys do all my review kind of things, because I'm like, I'm daring you. I'm daring Karen. And <laughs> so they get up to walk off. That's when I noticed the full apparel. She's still at table. Guy walks by. I'm like, buy another table. And he goes, "Hey man, I heard you repeat that to her three times. That's definitely what she ordered, and you got it right." And I'm like, "Yes, but let's make it a little bit better because homegirl was walking up while he's telling me." She hears him, 
proceeds to get mad at him and like smack him a couple times on the back <laughs> and turns to me and goes, thank you so much for the great service. You were awesome. Then why the 12% Karen? But also at that point, I'm like, don't care about the money. You got served by your own person. I served you te- professionally. Yes. And then also by telling you or this thing. And then he, he served you up just right. And I, that literally took my night from like a D minus to oh, a dude. B plus. And you're like, uh, could I get you a free appetizer, sir? Let me. <laughs> Anything you want. You want a hand job? I got you, buddy. So <laughs> it was, it, it, it was, it was kismet. It was nice. So I was like, oh, thank you. Oh my God. That, um, I'm glad I didn't hear this, Karen, before. But I almost told you last night. I was like, I'm not telling you anything. But her walking away and overhearing this gentleman, because I've definitely had the experience of someone going, yeah, I heard you ask them like four times if they were yeah, sure. Yeah, and you're like, I know. Because there are certain things you, you're, you certain people, you, you're specific, because you know that one, if they're, if they're like your bar, often drunk, yeah. and mine, dumb. Um, and yeah. so, you know, you just want to be like, hey, this is exactly what you want. And like, like steak temperatures, medium rare, yeah. better be a warm red center. I tell them what it looks like, what it's going to be. So when it comes out, this is not medium rare. I described medium rare yeah. to you. So you knew, even if you're medium rare or something different, yeah. I told you what ours was. I told be. you, yeah, yeah. I, that way, it just avoids problems later. Yeah, at Poo's, so Chicken, we have medium rare. We have the carnivore, the herbivore, and the omnivore. Now, I'm not begrudging. That's quite a vortex. You, I'm not begrudging anyone for not knowing the difference between an omnivore, a herbivore, and a carnivore. You know, I, you learn that in like sixth grade. It's been a long time since you've been in sixth grade. Right. Sure. I'm just not begrudging them for that, especially if they're drunk or whatever. So yeah. that's that's a same thing. That's a point of confusion. They kind of all look the same. So they'll go, I and Southern people can't put the R in carnivore. They go, I want a carnivore. Southern people? Southern people. You said it in a Northern accent. A carnivore. Well, yeah, carnivore. 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 So they order those, and I'll be like, carnivore, the one with all the meats. They're like, no, the one with all the meats and vegetables. I'm like, ah, the omnivore. Bring him the omnivore. They're like, no, I wanted the one with all the meats. I'm like, we've been over this. Plus, well, I was just. And uh, it describes also what's on it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the menu, carnivore says meats, meats, meats. You have the meats. <laughs> we've got the meats. But it, it goes to the same thing. There's certain uh, things that people order that you know could be confused with something else. And some people just look at something and their mind, their muscle memory goes, oh, it's just this. Anyway, they, they, they're reading what they want to read, not what is actually on the paper. And I, yeah. you know, it happens. You know, not everybody is as as uh, well good at reading. <laughs> <laughs> the Derek Schoolander of reading. <laughs> Kids Dar- who don't the read. The Darren Karen Lander School of Reading. <laughs> so you have a uh, Karen, Darren, or otherwise? Yeah, so uh, I have a Darren, but it's uh, non-restaurant related uh, because the past, the past couple weeks... Uh, or the past week or so, it's been so slow. There's not, you know, a lot of uh, Darren's. And you're not me. You're not, you're not poking them. I I'm mean, not poking anymore. It's happening. I mean, I poke sometimes. Uh, so I go to the post office the other day. <clears throat> we ordered a cable so that uh, we didn't have to. Yes. If you're wondering why last week's YouTube's not up, it's because there was yeah. not a sound sync on the second half. That's bad, it's, and we can. It's bad. Yeah. So this, it has this, been a week. Mm, we we're sorry. There was been there was a hell of a it week. Was, it was a hell of a week. Yeah. <clears throat> So, <clears throat> go to the post office to pick it up, and I see a business card on the ground. My my P.O. box is almost right when you walk in the door. 
<clears throat> so I saw this uh, business yeah, card people. on the ground. The business card said, we'll work for food. An Amazon Kindle book by Raymond Story. I picked it up. I was like, oh, someone must have dropped it. As I look up, there's one of these cards stuck on almost every one of the uh, P.O. boxes. There's also about 10 more on the ground. I was like, it should be called Will Litter for Food. <laughs> this guy. Well, I must have taken him an hour. And there's cameras in there. I'm wondering. He was, you know what he did? He had to come in when it was closed. Because otherwise, I think somebody working there was like, hey, you've been in there a while. Yeah, what are you? Yeah. And, and you're littering. They're so, putting flyers in people's car. Look, most of the times, they go on the ground. Nine out of ten times. You'll see as many flyers are used to, though. No, because uh, no one's promoting rave parties like they used Bruh, to. I remember going to raves. You'd come out. There'd be like 12 flyers in the windshield. And like you would be like, oh, this one looks so cool. I, I, I made a... A collage on my wall my yeah, house yeah, when yeah. i was like 17 16 okay, we all did yeah. but i made one where like everything fit together yeah, there was yeah. no space between them so i spent all the time like putting the ones i'd, yeah. I'd gone to the ones i would probably claim i went yeah. to or something you know and have them yeah. all up there and was like and then years later i was like i kind of want to i went back i got rid of all my flyers except for like probably 60 i kept all the once parties yeah. i went to but like going back through them there'll be like you know the sad little piece of paper that someone printed Six or you know six on one sheet and cut them out. I was out. gonna say most of the ones that you got back then, especially in the early or the late nineties, early rave days that I was around, it was the eleven by sixteen piece of paper cut into yeah four or to six. But like you know, Electric Daisy Carnival be high gloss, yeah, yeah, giant yeah. one yeah, and all yeah. pretty and stuff, a trippy looking. You're like, oh yeah. But I've turned to the point where uh, if I didn't attend uh, the show, I don't. Uh, I mean, I have posters from shit that I didn't go to, but I don't hang anything up that I didn't. Um, yeah. Didn't actually right. attend. So, uh, so how many of those cards do you have now that you've read this book 20 times? <laughs> so I did leave a, uh, a video. I took a video of all the uh, littering and I I put it as a review on his uh, on his Amazon. I also reviewed. Um, the thing is, the, the Amazon reviews take a few days. It's now, been taking a while because I put mine for Barbara's uh, tip finance. Mine on took there. five days. Yours took five days? Because you didn't. Buy, so the thing is, she, she sent us the book. So because we didn't yeah, buy it, because we didn't buy it, so they yeah. they make sure that people aren't getting spammed with good or, or bad reviews, right? So yeah, your yeah. review may not get posted, right? For yeah. this guy, but you know what you can do? Give it to me, and I'll do it too. We'll, I like we'll, it. We'll spam like him it. back. Yeah, he wants yeah. to spam the damn post yeah. office, and like, what a weird place. I get it. Everyone's going to the post office, but some of those boxes don't get opened up. You know, some people don't check their mail but once every yeah, three but weeks. it's not even in the box. It's just just kind of shoved in there because yeah, kinda... he didn't want to spend the money to get it shipped. Exactly. Yeah. It has seven reviews on Amazon now, so if you want to, you know, so uh, if you're having a little good time. Speaking of uh, online presence, uh, I made a little uh, YouTube short. Uh, there's this uh, YouTube channel called Walter's World. They do uh, uh, travel information. You know, he's done like Reykjavik, Iceland, you know, all over the place. But he did one about Savannah, and most of the video was these really good points about like uh, not driving slow through the squares. Like it was... It was thank you. It was a lot Jesus. of really great information, but he got more faithful to you just gotta go work on time and you get behind a guy from Idaho who doesn't know how to pull over and find out where he's going. He wants to just slowly look around. That's almost verbatim what this guy said. So he's like, People are trying to get to work down there or whatever. Well, so he talks about Tybee for a second. And he says, If you don't park in one of the if you park in one of the uh reserved parking spots for locals, which I don't know what that means, but I made a joke. I was like, What, my driveway or my grass? So I tagged him in it and he responded. He was like, hey man, I was just talking about, you know, this and that, whatever. I was like, hey, listen, 
I know it seems out of context. I like your other work. You know, yeah. you, you made a lot of good points, but I'm a dumb commentary, you know, podcaster, yeah, yeah, podcaster channel with 180 subscribers. You got 980,000 subscribers. And I literally told him, I was like, I was piggybacking content off of your <laughs> yes. large channel, you know? So well, thank you for your help there. Uh, Walt, Walter, W O L T E R, right? Walter, W O L T E R S. Walter, yeah. which is how people in the South say Walter. Walter, Walter. yeah. So I'm going to try and get in touch with um a little more and be like, hey, man, like, yeah, sorry for the misunderstanding, but it was bullshit. But it was funny. We've got to go back. This is kind of a Karen Darren move here. Sure. Did you watch the halftime show? Rihanna's like suspended above the thing. I watched a, a good amount of it, yeah. Just thank God it was in a stadium with a closed roof because apparently Chris Brown was trying to fly in <laughs> on one of those giant fan things with Kanye West on his back and to hit Rihanna in the face and say, I was going to let you finish. But Kanye West is going to do the best halftime show of all time. I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised that there was no guest that came up, right? Yeah. And that their zippers didn't work on their jackets. It was only <laughs> they looked like cholos. All of their all of their <laughs> jackets were up top. And I lost the prop bet that she would have a guest or whatever. Yeah. But my takeaway from the halftime show, like it, the choreography was great. The dancers were really great. And I've had I've had goddamn motherfucking umbrella in my head all last night and today. Not me, because I didn't hear any of it because I was in the car. Jason and I weren't watching the halftime show in the car as we drove down the highway. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. You would think. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. But uh, no, we didn't. Yeah, that was the one thing that I actually got to like pay the most attention to. Prince is still the best one. Prince? Easily. Just because of the rain. It starts I, raining I, during Purple Rain, man. broken that thing, and yeah. they told him not to. Well, that's the thing. Like, so I've seen people complaining about it online, that it was, wasn't great, it was bad, and then I read through the comments. Talk about Rihanna. About Rihanna, yeah. and like, some people are obviously very vehemently defending her, and some are attacking. But you, I read through some comments today just because I was bored uh, for a few. I, I could do something. I don't know. And I, was, I read through some comments for a minute. I like to look through the comments when something's kind of spicy with like eighty comments on it. And it was a bunch of people that were like over the age of eighty. Like I don't like when they touch their groins or their butt, their buttocks. I'm like, you didn't mind what Michael Jackson was doing it to himself, not to others, but to himself. So Michael Jackson, the crotch grab was a classic move. Prince. I understand that, but did they not mention what happened post crotch grab? I looked around to see if anyone else saw this. Rihanna goes like this. She does the Michael Jackson thing. Yeah. And then brings her hand up to her nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, did she just smell her own pussy? <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess I would. <laughs> if you're Rihanna, like our I guess I would. Yeah. Maybe she's just checking out, make sure things are okay. She's been in a hot uniform. She's like, hey, I'm, I've been out here working and sweating here for a little bit. Yeah, and dressed like Cindy Lou from, yeah, <laughs> from right. Dr. Seuss. Well, good God. Oh, uh, well, thank before, you. Before we get out of here, um, I was approached by my buddy, uh, James Lucas, and he was like, uh, hey, man. Tom uh, Solomon? Huh? <laughs> he goes, uh, hey, man, uh, I'm thinking about running for city council. Do you want to do a couple videos for me? I was like, oh, uh, I was like, do you uh, want me to? Do you want to win? Like, I was like, do you know who I am and who people think I am? Is he asking Duke? Or yeah, asking? Yeah, I, I was like, do you want it to be serious or funny? He was like, I don't know. You choose. I was like, I am incapable of serious. <laughs> yeah. And if they say, if they see the I name. I could be serious. If you can't the, be. If they see the name Duke MacArthur on there, they're going to think it's a joke. And like, you don't want to. I mean, that, there's a there's a niche audience for that. There's about 150 voters out here, or maybe probably about 500 voters out here 
150 of them vote. Right. <laughs> Remember to vote. And I mean, it could go either way. Not, the election is not. Is there a city council election this November? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if there is, Duke's coming out of retirement. Duke will come out of retirement. And I'll have to start a whole new Facebook page because I lost it in my old computer. But I think the world need Duke, needs Duke a little bit. I think I need Duke a little bit because yeah, yeah. I don't even have any problems with necessarily like. I, the, I just can't wait for Duke and Karen to duke it out. Damn, it's going down. Damn, Duke, Duke, Duke versus Karen. It's happening. That's happening. More to come later. So, guys, thank you. Yeah, for, thank uh, you guys so through much. our emotional first half, and we said fuck a lot. But we're not doing a fuck count because Vince King would not give a fuck, fuck about how many fucks we said. And that's goddamn right. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, we love, love you. you. Uh, please follow us on Instagram. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, uh, it's do. from behind the barcast. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, anchor.fm forward slash from behind the barcast, you can email us at from behind the barcast at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, I guess. Happy Valentine's Day. I guess you'll be hearing that on that day. Yeah, on well, Monday we'll not talk about that as well. And we're, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're gonna kick a Patreon out next week. Um, I gotta go. Okay, um, word. Well, I'm starving. Uh, those pretzels are making my mouth thir- making me thirsty. Making my these mouth, pretzels are making me my, thirsty. Making my mouth thirsty. Uh, but if you do want to support us on Patreon, it really does help out a lot. Patreon.com/slash/from behind the barcast. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week.